Well, before we get started, Nibal has a message they would like to add. Um, they said, I ended up really behind on my podcast release because of COVID, but I will release a few episodes by the start of Ramadan. In the meantime, enjoy this first look while I get the launch in order. So this is an episode that Nibal and I did together um, for their podcast. Enjoy. Hey folks, this is Nibal Maysoud. I'm a queer Arab composer and welcome to the first episode of The Post-Arabesque. friend Alia, uh, host of the Queer Arabs podcast. And today we're going to talk about community building. One of the reasons why I wanted to start a podcast, um, primarily for my Patreon, but also for the public, is because there are so many awesome people I know who are doing great work um, in particularly the queer Arab community, but um, in other art communities as well. And I wanted to showcase some of their stories and ask how you all build community. So, Alia, I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. So, do you um, want to talk a little bit about the, uh, the your podcast? podcast? Yeah. yeah. Hi, I'm one of the co-hosts and co-creators of the Queer Arabs podcast. We started in March 2018. It was Ellie and Ahmed and me. And some of you, um, if you're listening to this, maybe some of you have heard of uh, the Queer Arabs. And it's one of the, I would say it's one of the ways that I connected with Nibel. Like, we met at Yellow Punk, which is a festival that was held in Philly. And that's for um, Swana artists. But while there, we did a Queer Arabs uh, podcast recording and... Um, that's when I connected with Nibal and um, we, I, I feel like this podcast has brought people together in so many unexpected ways and that, and I'm very excited to talk about community building because a lot of times it just happens so naturally that it's hard to even know, you know, is this community building? Is it just like, um, is this a natural way for people to come together without you know how much of it is intentional and how much of it just happens and so it it'll be cool to kind of uh talk about how it happens and how much intention does need to go behind it for that to happen um so on our podcast we discuss all kinds of topics i mean the queer Arabs doesn't necessarily reflect the guests. It's a description that reflects the hosts. So um, Ellie is uh, Lebanese, trans, pansexual, and I am Saudi, like half Saudi and uh, queer. And so we started out just with the English side of the podcast. And soon after, we had Ahmed join us and do Arabic episodes. He's a queer Iraqi guy. He's awesome. Um, and so it's been really nice to have the duo uh, 
yeah, like the bilingual as uh, element of the podcast, and we we usually have guests on each episode, so we've had people from uh, various parts of the world. We've had quite a few Lebanese guests. We've had people based in the U.S. of all different backgrounds, um, people in Europe. So it's been very rewarding. We have episodes published every Friday, and um, you'll hear a wide range of topics from, like, um, you know, very low-key Q&A between Ellie and me, where we just kind of shoot the shit. And, you know, other episodes where, like, we've interviewed authors or filmmakers or poets, um, and we've had guest co-hosts, and that's been really nice, people who have hosted uh, episodes with us with, like, specialized knowledge on of something. For example, we have someone who, Nadia, who's very knowledgeable in dance because she is a dancer, and um, we've talked to other dancers with Nadia being a co-host so that's just one example so yeah that that's basically the summary of our podcast and it's been a great experience so you've had a number of different uh, people on your show you've had lots of different artists yeah um, lots of different guests um, can you talk a little bit about how you found some of uh, the amazing people you built community with and uh, how that how the growth has been from the beginning to where you are now yeah totally so when Ellie and I started the podcast we were both very it, it was kind of a novelty that we even knew each other because we were like we didn't know other queer Arabs really and so that's actually why we started this podcast because we both felt that there was kind of a gap at least in the podcasting world um, and sure enough I mean when we googled queer Arabs and like uh, when we looked in iTunes for anything, any variant of queer Arabs, gay Arabs, whatever, nothing was coming up and we thought, okay, it's time to fill that gap. Um, you know, there were plenty of other queer Arab related resources out there, just we weren't finding it in the podcasting context. So we started out without really knowing very many people. Um, who the podcast would be like directly relevant for. And um, so we thought, okay, first we're going to do, we're just going to do a test, maybe three episodes, just the two of us talking about whatever we talk about. And um, then we started getting some friends to agree to be guests on the podcast. So we had recently made some uh, Arab friends, some queer Arabs, some not, some allies. And so slowly we started introducing uh, guests into our episode format. And um, I I was a little apprehensive at first thinking, okay, pretty soon we're just going to run out of people willing to be on, to be guests because, you know, how many people are going to want to put themselves out there like that? We also didn't really know that many people. Um, and then through, yeah, it just, it, it, na- it happened so naturally. Um, we started getting connected like our friends would say oh actually i know someone and they would connect us and then it just went from there and people kept like connecting us to other folks that they knew like they would say oh well i only have like two or three queer arab friends but let me connect you and then it just kind of i don't know it just 
went from there and it was very quick that we got connected to a pretty sizable community online not really as not okay when i say community i guess just like a person here a person there um and it was all like email based communication eventually with like through our social media so we have instagram twitter and facebook which is called the queer arabs eventually those spaces actually became um forums like places that we actually people would listen to an episode of someone and say oh i actually really want to know that person and they would connect to that person um so we've had guests meet each other through the podcasts who will be like oh i originally met this person because i heard their episode and who are now friends um and they and i've seen like comments on our posts kind of early on where it'd be people talking to each other and be like oh my god I loved your episode and then they would start talking off like they would DM each other or whatever um so I don't uh, it's so it's hard to kind of say how it happened because we weren't expecting it it was just the I guess the way that social media naturally happens and uh it it happened a lot more easily than I ever anticipated and more naturally and just it's really beautiful it was really beautiful to see um also like finding there there were some guests that we just kind of put an email out into what we thought might be the void because we were like is this the right contact info it's from their website like is this current and we would get answers back so for example we had a really amazing author that some of you might be familiar with Salim Haddad um he he is yeah he's just incredible and he's in he's currently in Portugal and he wrote back and he agreed to be on an episode um so we've had that happen so where we've just like put out feelers to people um and hope for the best we've had where like I said friends will introduce us to someone um and yeah and it just works out in various ways um and i i love i love seeing the growth um in a way it's really cool to see like the number of people increase like on who interact with our social media while also seeing that it's it is staying pretty intimate um so I feel like we have a good balance. Like it's public enough where I think it's more and more accessible to people who want or need it. While also it's a, it's a really close knit space. It still feels like a really tight knit space in it, in a way. There's a lot to unpack there. Um, I feel like I should be taking notes because there's so many, there's, there's so much to talk about there. One thing um, I'm thinking of is, you know, how does this compare to maybe other organizations who are actually really trying to uh, build community um, and right. there's you know there's kind of an authenticity to the way your community has grown um, that is you know really hard to replicate um, and I think that yeah. uh, 
you know, that speaks to the value mm -hmm. of people uh, creating content for their own identity, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Um, exactly, like people will just, I mean, we've had several people tell us they found us just by Googling queer Arabs and they had been doing that before and then they finally saw something pop up and they were like, oh my God, what is this? Um, so it's, it's cool to know, like the reason we started the podcast is because we needed, like Ellie and Ahmed and I felt that we needed that because that was missing in our lives. And it turns out, it turns out a lot of people felt, a lot of other people felt that way. Um, and that's how, that's why people connected with us because they were like, this is something I want in my life. And we it was just like we were all searching for the same thing. Um, and so, yeah, it is really cool how it happened without, um, like, we didn't go into this thinking, oh, this is going to be a community building experience, even though in retrospect, it's like, of course, that's going to be an element of this. Um, I also didn't think, I, I, I mean, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't think it would last as long as it's lasted. It's almost been two years and I feel like we still have so many people to talk to, so like so many things that we have not even touched on, like topics that we haven't even touched or thought of and it's great to uh, realize that this um, this is really just the beginning and that um, and that plenty of people are down to come on a public forum and talk about some pretty personal things. Yeah, so that's, you know, I'm thinking about it and it's, interest, it's interesting comparing, you know, what you have done so far in your work to mine and my compositions yeah. where, um, you know, I kind of started uh, in a similar way and I think so many queer Arab artists do where yeah. um, we usually grow up in an environment where we're the only ones mm -hmm. um, and we're missing this kind of artistic connection uh, and uh, so when we don't have that we uh, many of us create our own um, you know that's definitely how I started in music uh, and you know since then it's uh, for me it kind of grew as I started to grow more into the new music community you know that's I started to realize, well, this is not the people I want to be in community with. And it was really the discovery of uh, your podcast, mm -hmm. along with Yellow Punk um, and yeah. several other queer Arab organizations, and not like official organizations, but like just groups, that, you know, kind of made me realize, it's like, you know, this is, these are the people I want to be in community with and create yeah. art for and with. So I'm creating art. Uh, now with the intention of building community uh, and of course I'm just starting in that now so it will be very interesting to see what that growth process is like um, yeah. and kind of compare and I think that's very authentic in its own way too because the way that you're going about it is like you like you have you're not just trying to I don't know, you're not going into this thinking, oh, I want 
X number of people to listen to this or like I and you're not thinking oh I just want to see the stats rise and rise and, and have my voice reach as many people as possible it's more like you're really tailoring this to specific demographics of people that you want to be in community with and like connect with and have um a network with and I I think that's really beautiful and authentic in a very special way that's my take yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, you you sort of grown to be pretty big now. Um, sort of. I don't know. <laughs> as big as yeah. like a queer era podcast could be, like yeah. that niche. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, how would you say things have changed? Have mm-hmm. things changed in the way you produce your podcast? Um, in the way you uh, produce your content? Mm-hmm. Uh, have you? put more deliberation into what you're talking about or less um how has that growth process been for you i'm still so that's something i'm still figuring out because like some episodes i will be very meticulous about like this is what we're going to discuss Uh, i'll make a list of questions i want to ask or like list of points i want us to hit and then other weeks i'm just like let's let's wing it and it really just depends who you're talking to, what their conversation style is. I like to ask people, what are they comfortable with? Like, would you rather have questions in advance, or do you want a, do you want just an on-the-fly conversation where we don't even really know what direction it goes? Um, both have worked very well. Um, I think, I think it's just a matter of like what makes sense for everyone involved. So whenever possible, I like to ask beforehand. Um, As for um, the way things have changed since the beginning, I think for me personally, I'm a lot more comfortable um, if an episode needs to be last minute and not well-researched. For example, the ones that are just between Ellie and me, um, I just, I learned to accept that and realize that um, sometimes it's just fun to have, like, these random Q&A episodes. Like, a couple episodes ago, we had just where Ellie and I, Ellie, yeah, Ellie and I just asked each other super random questions about, uh, like, hey, uh, if you could jump in a pit of anything, what would it be? Things like that. And that's a, that's a very specific way of getting to know a person, and there's value in that and it and I guess like I'm realizing it's good to have multi like a multi-dimensional element of this podcast where it's just you know every episode looks different every episode is structured differently formatted slightly differently and I think the variety like seeing the variety now versus at the beginning I felt like we had more of a um yeah, we had, like, it was a, it was, I don't even know how to phrase this. At the beginning, it was like, okay, we are the co-hosts. We are going to ask the guests a question. We are the co-hosts. Question, answer from the guest. Um, And in some episodes with a guest, it's just more of a kind of, like, informal chat. And... um. I guess that's how it's 
that's how I've seen it change. I think now there's just more of a variety of like what an episode looks like, how it's structured, than at the beginning where when I thought like this is what it's supposed to look like. This is what podcasts are supposed to be, and that's kind of that's kind of liberating because it's like this is. I think this is a really unique um, medium where like there is that intimacy. There's not there aren't any really hard rules and the fact that we are um we are not with a network or anything we can do whatever we want and that's kind of fun it kind of sucks not having a budget because that's the downside of not being with a network but the plus side like we have no restrictions um and i guess as the podcast has grown i think ellie and i have both and ahmed too we have all kind of embraced that about podcasting and about like, you know, creating something and owning and still like owning every element of it, not having a network behind it or anything. So, yeah. Yeah. What I love about that is Mm -hmm. um, that then your work also reflects the kind of Mm -hmm. diversity of you know experiences, personalities, and identities of the guests you have, um, and that even though there's less, you know, say like formal planning involved, yeah. it still requires a lot of skill, mm-hmm. um, a lot of communication, and a lot of trust too. Um, True. And uh, that's one thing I can say was like that I love about being with community in community with. Um, this queer Arab community mm-hmm. and it's something that a lot of people don't really find is having an entire community of people you can really trust yeah yeah that's something not to take for granted for sure um yeah and I I really like that you know sometimes we'll talk to someone and say hey can you give us an overall oh, kind of an overview of the work that you do and I think that's awesome and then there are some episodes where it's more slice of life, where it's, it's more, hey, tell me about your day. What did you, what's your favorite food? Um, just, I don't know, it, it's cool to, like you said, it, it does reflect the multidimensionality, the diversity that lies within our identities. And, you know, it's not like, you know, we don't have to focus on just one element of an identity. We don't have to always say, hey, tell us these, um, you know, these huge projects that you're working on. Sometimes people just want to talk about their, their favorite, like their favorite movie, their favorite food. And it's cool to have all of those elements in one project or one podcast. Um, and you're right, it does take trust because not only um, not only do people who, some sometimes people who have never spoken to us will come on and be a guest on our podcast and then allow us to publish it on, you know, iTunes and all that. Um, and it is cool to have kind of, um, you know, that shared trust that sometimes comes with such an intertwined uh, shared identity with other people. 
what I also love about that is um, it really gives it's really an outlet um, for us to um, see that it's like oh we're allowed to be multidimensional like um, yeah I think you know a lot like I said a lot of us you know grow up in some form of isolation mm-hmm. and we get convinced that there are only certain dimensions of ourselves that we can show to different spaces. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've said before, and mm-hmm. um, we've bonded over this fact that uh, when um, spaces like uh, spaces like Yellow Punk, where we met, mm-hmm. um, and the Queer Arab group, that's really those groups are really. Um, the only spaces for us where we can yeah. feel whole and feel entirely ourselves without having to hide one aspect of ourselves or another. Right. It's not like, oh, I'm going to go to this family dinner. I can't talk about queer stuff. Or like, I'm going to this queer event. Um, I'm just going to not deal with like the Arab stuff. No one's going to understand. And, you know, in like you said, in these contexts, we just are... We bring all of ourselves and uh, know that people around us understand all of it. And it's so refreshing. So we have just a few minutes left. All right. I will. Um, you, uh, do you want to talk about a little bit about our collaboration? Uh, so Absolutely. What's coming up? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you're going to hear this episode <laughs> um, also on our podcast, The Queer Arabs. Not only that, but uh, we are going to do another episode. I won't I won't say much more about it, but like Nivala and I are going to do another episode for the Queer Arabs. So we are collaborating in that we are, you know, we're both podcasting and uh, yeah, and we're going to share each other's voices on both <laughs> our platforms, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, do you want to say anything about that? Yeah, um, I mean, it's you know, again, I, I wanted to keep this first podcast a bit more formal and more educational. Um, mm-hmm. But like we said, this is a, a space where, you know, the Queer Arabs is a space where we're allowed to feel ourselves. Um, so I'm going to bring my entire self there. Uh, yes. You'll yeah. see what we mean. We're excited. It'll be fun. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much uh, you. for joining me. In, this was a wonderful first episode. Yeah, I'm so glad you're doing this. I'm excited for you. Um, and yeah, anyone who, if you want to check us out, check out thequeerarabs.com. You can hear all the episodes on there. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The Queer Arabs. Anything, anything you want to add about your... Um, no, I don't okay. have any projects left. You will get updates soon, I promise. Um, cool. I'll say there, there's more. Uh, there's going to be a greater variety of content in my Patreon. Um, so if uh, you are listening to this, um, this uh, podcast was up on Patreon a few weeks um, early before it goes out into the public. Uh, and uh, if you are not uh, mm-hmm. part of my Patreon, please do join. It is how I am able to create content and survive as an artist. I'm currently uh, taking a couple music lessons um, and, you know, building a um, faux grad school education for myself. And so yeah. the funding from Patreon is really what uh, allows me to do my work. Um, 
again, thank you so much. Awesome. And uh, as parting words, I just please remember Palestine is under brutal occupation. Yeah. Have yes, a wonderful it is. day. Bye, y'all. <laughs>